None of my friends watch wrestling. It makes it hard to have real conversations at parties. I made a podcast so I can talk about my hobbies. None of my friends watch wrestling. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Jeans. It's another Thursday here at None of My Friends Watch Wrestling. I'm your host, Zachary Joseph. And I am very excited to have uh, my guests today. They are the host of the What Did I Miss podcast that you can check out on Spotify. Uh, You can especially check out episode 15 uh, because of a particularly tall, uh, mysterious and handsome uh, guest discussing The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. But let's get on uh, with our podcast. Like I said, the host of the What Did I Miss podcast show and also a stand-up comedian originally from montreal quebec canada now living in victoria british columbia my guest today is none other than mj bork how are you doing today yay hi i'm doing great how about you um you know (laughs) about as good about as good as you can be just being holed up in vancouver with uh no, you're absolutely right. I was very yeah. fast with my I'm doing great line. <laughs> Am I doing great? That's a great question. No. I think the pandemic is a good reason to finally like retire like that whole just like, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Yes. No, let's stop lying. Yeah, I'm just trying for us to kind of like push past the how are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's like we all great. know we're eating a shit sandwich. Like, let's... <laughs> I'll say this, though. It's very nice to see you. I haven't seen you in at least half a year. Yes, I moved in late August. Mm -hmm. Late August. And then I was going to come back to Victoria in, like, November. And that was, like, the week all the events got canceled. I remember that very well. (laughs) Yeah, that old old chestnut that I've told several times already. But, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so hopefully I can get something soon. Um, like my parents are moving up to Duncan, so I might be uh, helping them. Oh, I see. Yeah. Duncan by the sea. Yeah, so hopefully I will be getting back to the island at some point, and I can see you all guys for real and not just through webcams and <laughs> doing a podcast. Right now is like, yeah, this is the most I've talked to anyone in weeks. Like right now, even if you were on the island, like I haven't seen anyone <laughs> in months. So it wouldn't make much of a difference. You're, yeah, you're, it's you're um, my my social circle has uh, drastically collapsed because um, mostly it was comedians. Yes, so, <laughs> that's how you know. That's just all gone. Did you go through that mics. phase where you're where you're like, were they even friends to begin with? <laughs> Did I even have friends? <laughs> I I mean I still talk to like all the comedians and stuff I would be talking to at the shows yeah. and stuff normally. So it's it's not Good a Good for you. Uh yeah, I started a podcast long story short. Yay! Some I'm guy so ate a bat. Yes. Did I not tell you when you oh, were no. on my podcast that you should have a podcast? I was like you I got the voice for it, Zach. You did you did mention and I mean honestly the episode of uh, your podcast what did I miss that I was on? was basically the prototype to uh, to this podcast because I came on and I showed you Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. That's right. The WrestleMania 8, 18, I think. That is. WrestleMania, eight, WrestleMania 18 in Toronto. I'm so glad you bring it up because I was going to if you did it. I was like, I hope you know that 
<laughs> that yeah. episode of no, my you, podcast you, you, is uh, is where it all started. Well, I didn't start it there, but you you gotta you gotta take the credit that you can. It, you it can was a take. great episode, yeah. and uh, it was great. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. the continuation because it's like I want to hear. I feel like it's for me. I don't know anything about wrestling, and yet every time I do learn a little bit more, it's always super entertaining. there's some wild like it is a wild world like there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes and in front of the scenes that's just completely nuts and it's just it's a learning experience every time and uh like i'll get into it later but the match we're watching is uh is the diving more into the wild (laughs) side of uh pro wrestling for sure um, I was going to say, we should talk about your uh, podcast, What Did I Miss? Because yeah. that's coming up in, what, like two years? It's been one year, but it does feel like two, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, it's only been one <laughs> yes. year. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, uh, it's about... You have, uh, like, what, like about 20 or so episodes up now? I think now I've 26 now, once every two weeks, more or less. Right on. More or less. Yeah, that's a good... Uh, good pacing. And I started it before COVID. I really want to be clear about that, because... <laughs> Yes. And when COVID yeah, started, you, you were, <laughs> when COVID started, yeah, you were you were ahead of the wave just, of podcasts. As always, just like a few months ahead, <laughs> so it doesn't look like you anything. Were, I just <laughs> I don't have you any. You were the credit. horseman that rode in. People were laughing at pod. me when I started my my podcast. I mean, like gentle ribbing, just comedians being comedians to each yeah. other, and they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, another course. podcast, ha ha!" Now guess who has a podcast? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Everyone. Some of them multiple podcasts. So, um, I guess I'm awesome. That's a takeaway. Yeah, no, you were you were the you were the horseman of the apocalypse. Uh, oh, becoming apocalypse. God, so, that's good. Put that on a t-shirt right you now. You can keep that as a nickname if you want. That can be your wrestling uh, podcast nickname. Oh. Is the the horseman of the apocalypse. I love it. You didn't go for the obvious French like, joke. That's what I like the most about it. What was the obvious French joke I named? I don't know, but there's one. The Hopocalypse? <laughs> Is that the... <laughs> okay, I'm laughing right now. Because <laughs> people at home... I'm sorry, but people like... People at home, they don't know that that's like one of my jokes uh, in my stand-up. <laughs> so clever. Uh, okay. Oh, man. No, I... that was a great episode. Oh uh, yeah, I, and it was—it's a great match, and you guys should go and check it out for sure. Oh yeah, um, it's a—I it, think it set the record for longest podcast episode of that time. <laughs> yes. It was like two hours. It was like two hours, but honestly, it was two <clears throat> very good hours. I, I, to this day, I tell people that I think it's my favorite episode. I'm not just saying oh, that because well, I'm on your you. podcast right now. No, it's true because like thank you very I learned much. so much. And like usually the, the the concept, just to tie a bow on the whole my podcast thing before we start yours, mm-hmm. is that the concept yeah. is usually I ask my friends to choose a movie or like a TV show from their childhood to explain to me. Yeah. But with you, I was like, no, no, no. I choose what you're gonna talk to me about. And it's gonna be wrestling. <laughs> And Which I mean, it was a thing I was into when I was younger, so it does at least tie in a little. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I knew that about you, so I was like, who who can do that better than than Zach? And mm-hmm. uh, and then you took to it so well, and uh, you came. Not I don't know if you came prepared. It's just like your whole life was preparation, and you explained it to me <laughs> so well. <laughs> like I was finally almost a somebody fan. wants yeah. me, somebody wants me to listen. <laughs> finally. <laughs> 
And uh, it, it's one of those episodes I barely had to do any editing because you were just like really clear and concise. And I think you wound up cutting like an hour. Actually, did I, really? I think you did. But it was like a it was like a three hour conversation. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I did edit like some tangents out, but like it, I didn't have to do like micro oh, yeah. editing, like between <clears throat> phrases and like oh, trying yeah. to kind of like make us sound smarter, funnier than we were. It was just like all there. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm learning more with each Isn't episode. That fun? You know, that's my favorite part. I think. Yeah, when you're just like, for everything I've done within the last two weeks was like not good compared to what. <laughs> and I'm it's just such a like tragedy turn. because you try to like, like you come out of the gate like super strong, all your best guess, all your best ideas. But then, like, you know, inevitably, mm-hmm. you, you end up learning by doing. So then you get better and, you're, and you look back and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there's like, and yeah, like I want, I don't want mean that as like anything against my previous no. guests. It's like, it's just like I, I'm learning as I edit and there's always the weird mm. cuts and like all the stuff that I have in there. I, I enjoy genuinely and like it, it, it does pain me sometimes to like cut oh, some yeah. of the stuff where it's just like, it's good, it's but like, ah, uh, you know. But, but, Definitely, I've been there. <laughs> I feel the pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> so like you, so you started that as just sort of like. As a francophone living in okay. BC, um, I just like realized at some point that that was like a lot of my conversation. Sorry, a lot of my favorite conversation with people would be about when like mm-hmm. they would tell me about a cartoon <clears throat> that I've never seen and, and, and like the fact that I've never even heard of it it, it, it would just like boggle their mind and like the look in their eyes like just yeah. lighting up talking about it I was like wow like that's just like really touching mm-hmm. on something that like yeah. and, and vice versa like I'm like that too and I'm trying to talk about like all these French shows you guys never heard of I'm like oh no you mm-hmm. missed out and like I really want you to understand how yeah. good this is and like that feeling, I was like, oh, there's a lot to mine there. Yeah. I kind of wanted to have a mm-hmm. podcast for a while just because <clears throat> I enjoy editing. I enjoy talking, obviously. I, you know, I just, just entertaining mm-hmm. the people. I love podcasts too. I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts myself. Yeah. But I didn't want to just start one to start one. It really like came to me like uh, in a conversation. I just had that flash. I was like, oh, that, that, that's what it is. This is it. And then, yeah. and then I started like, buying the microphones, like, you know, bit by bit, and it all came together yep. two, two or three months before COVID. And then everybody got a podcast. <laughs> there we go. And then, and now here I am oh, almost so a year, over a year in, and I'm doing the same, pretty much the same process. I was just like, um, I was posting yes. that one clip with, uh, from the match, and then I was just like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that would be actually like a good idea because yeah it's like that same idea i don't want to just have a podcast for having a podcast you know i'm like no one really no one wants to just listen (laughs) to what i think (laughs) unless you're already famous from something else doubtful yeah yeah i'm not i'm not i'm at least i can't say i i'd be breaking kayfabe if uh i was saying i was famous (laughs) for other things let's get into that kayfabe later uh, Oh, That's we will. One thing we'll that dive I learned into from some your episode. And, uh, I didn't know what kayfabe was before, so here we are. Yeah, the wonderful yeah. world of kayfabe, where things really don't make a ton of sense, but they do if you just <laughs> let it happen. But uh, could be applied to a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. 
Not a ton of rivalries happen. I do kind of like that, though, when there's, like, in wrestling, when you just have, like, guys continuously, like, pop up in each other's yeah. careers and just, like, be, like, an inconvenience to each other and stuff. <laughs> the rivalry. Oh, yeah, like, Ric Flair and Sting and, like, Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens, who are a couple okay. of the Montreal wrestlers, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't actually. know who these guys are. <laughs> but they've sort of... Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they, like, basically, like, came up together on the indies and basically have just trailed oh, each other okay. their entire careers, and have, their whole shtick has just been being in the same company oh. and beating the shit out of each other constantly, <laughs> and then sometimes being a tag team. <laughs> okay. Because wrestling yeah, works like exactly. that. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. It's, it's, it's a story. You beat each other it's up. A story. It's an epic. Yeah, you beat... <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is one continuous story that has been happening since 1937. Wow. Yeah, you do know a lot about wrestling. And yeah, no, it, it pretty much is. I, th I think if you, if you go back far enough, you can just tie every storyline back all the way back to the carnival and days. And then, and then back and to so, the Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, you don't need... You don't need fluffy dragons to have a never-ending story. You can just have professional yeah, wrestling. Just uh, the oldest yeah. story of them all is men beating each other over a belt, <laughs> <laughs> over a fashion accessory. Men being aggressive over a cummerbund. <laughs> the story of professional wrestling. Available on Amazon Books. See, see here. You got you got a voice for radio, man. You, you got to get in that shit. I I really got to get into the uh, yeah the uh, voice. So I'll do some voiceover, just advertisement stuff. Record out of the out of the wonderful um, apartment I've got here. Yeah. The studio. I like a. I'm. I, I don't see a I'm lot. Surrounded by dirty dishes. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't you don't see white for walls, good reason. But, uh, I like I like the yeah. white. The, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, it does look like. Cute. I haven't gotten around to. Looks cute. I haven't gotten around to painting it. It's a. I'm trying to make do. Um, I need to afford paint. How first. do you How do you call the things around the, the frame? The frames of your door. Oh, the door frame. The door. Yes, the door is frame. That that is the, it's cute. La la frame de la door. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Ma parfait. <laughs> yes. Oui, oui, oui. <laughs> I haven't uh, I haven't spoken French since grade twelve. Okay. If, you, if you wonder, <laughs> I was wondering. And since then, I've suffered multiple concussions. So it's. I don't. I just never kinda... expect anyone that grew up on the West Coast to say morning, bonjour, and tabernacle. Okay, well so that's you're good. That, that's very kind and realistic <laughs> of you. Yes, I just don't want to like set myself up for disappointment. <laughs> I learned. Yeah, you can't you can't walk in. You can't be like in France or something where they just like won't even speak. <laughs> <clears throat> they won't even speak to me, so I wouldn't take it personal. Yeah, they just if you even make an effort, it looks like you've just like drained their soul directly, like through their <laughs> eyes. They're proud people. Okay. <laughs> they are. They are. That's a very kind way of saying they're kind of a bunch really of dickheads, but... <laughs> but also, the most fascinating fascinating people you've ever met. It's crazy. There's no middle oh, ground I would love to guys. go. It's like, yeah, the it's, best or the worst. <laughs> like, they all have, like, good cocaine energy. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but... Uh, like, very rarely somebody's just, like, super, just, like, cool and, like, good at yeah. conversation when they're high so on coke smart. and not just, like... They know a, so many things. They're yeah. so educated. Yeah. But there's a dark side to that. And they just that. make it... Is there, is there yes. any wrestling in France? 
Like, is there any culture? Well, I mean, Andre the Giant is uh, from, he's from is France. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah. He could speak yeah. French. Um, yeah, he, yeah, was he, well, he definitely spoke it better than English. No for way. Sure. How did I not know that? Okay, go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, he grew up in, in France. Um, also, actually, uh, what is his name? Oh, it's a, um, another French wrestler is Maurice Tillet, huh. and he was the inspiration for the character designed for Shrek. Oh. <laughs> he also, he basically, he had the same condition as Andre, but it didn't, like, affect his height. It just sort of affected, like, his head and, like, limbs. Yeah, his nose. Yeah, so he. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll show you a picture later, but uh, yeah, he look like you'll see it and you'll be like, oh, oh my god, that Shrek. That explains everything about Shrek, too. I was like, okay, yeah. I can see like French peasant from like pre-revolution <laughs> oh, era. Yeah. yeah, like nineteen, I believe 1950, 1940s, like that era of oh, wrestling. Wow. And yeah, he's. He was the character inspiration, or the inspiration for the character See? Shrek. Design, Wrestling at least. A- um, not the voice. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> a French Shrek would be Great. a mind, mind I would fuck. die. I would die yeah. and then re-reborn. But- <laughs> Get out of my swamp. <laughs> donkey! No, that still sounds the same. Ah, donkey! Donkey! <laughs> so good. See, like, Chrissy. Donkey, why are you kissing this dragon? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not that it works. Ça. No, no. But... <laughs> ne, ne pas, ne pas kiss. <laughs> ne pas kiss pas. <laughs> okay, so this episode is going to have a lot of cackling from me because I'm just in a good oh. mood. But um, this is what's fascinating about wrestling. It's connected to everything, mm-hmm. man. Like... Here Everything. I am learning about Shrek and its design, and we're, well, we're talking about yeah, he's Shrek was based off a pro insane. wrestler. So yeah, Maurice uh, Tillet, uh, the inspiration for Shrek. Um, there's actually like a couple other um, like times where you see like those uh, character inspirations like bleed over into like cartoons. There's like a couple couple villains with like with like uh, I think um, with the Powerpuff Girls that are like based off of like pro wrestlers and stuff. Okay. You see like a lot of Macho Man Randy Savage types. Uh, even I see. I think there's even like a couple cartoons where like the writers have admitted to like writing a character just to have an excuse to like work with Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's that works for me, you know. Hey, that's a great way to get your your idol. Mm-hmm. Like that um <laughs> that time he like was on uh, Spider Man. His cameo in Spider Man is like an all time like great moment. Which Spider Man? Like the original one where he's like the pro wrestler. He's Bonesaw McGraw. Tobey Maguire one? I haven't watched that one in a yeah. long time. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. he's the, he's the, he plays Bonesaw McGraw, and it's basically just him as, oh, and it's so funny, like, <laughs> he just uses that classically, he's just like, Bonesaw is ready, and like, he just does that weird, <laughs> like, fucking way that only Macho Man Randy Savage can speak. So he's and, as like, himself, or is it like a, he's, a, a wrestler that's been made up for Spider-Man? Yeah, because, like, he goes and, like, fights this wrestler called Bonesaw McGraw who does, like, an open challenge oh. to the crowds. 
scenes like that scene from the comics, but they were just like, fuck it, let's make him Macho Man Randy Savage. Because, <laughs> like, let's just bring Macho Man in to play, play Bonesaw awesome. McGraw and just have him be him. Yeah. But just with a different name. Yeah. That's that's so exciting for me to learn about because like yeah all those references and cameos just like went all over my head this whole oh, time yeah. it's like a whole new yeah. world a whole new world yeah when when you know and you just see someone and you're just like oh my god oh, look yeah. <laughs> like there's a episode of Baywatch where Hulk Hogan's in it oh wow well not that <laughs> like, after we recorded our episode together I've I've started to see Hulk all the time everywhere. Like, full-on Batterman Huff effect. I was like, gosh. He's a, he's a bit of a meme. He definitely, definitely is a bit of a meme. Yeah. He's, yeah. Which is probably <laughs> his, the best place to be putting him, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Let's control his leave, narrative leave, again. <laughs> yeah, leave him at meme status. Like It's like, cool, buddy. You slammed Andre. Great. All right. <laughs> now so let cool. me post that Photoshop where it's just his face growing out of his mustache and like an Infinite, like. Oh, did you post have that? Have you seen that? I think I did. Yeah. Oh, that one's like I, an all-time great. To... I love that. <laughs> it's my favorite picture of all time. It's just the multi Hulk Hogan, <laughs> the Infinite Stash. The Infinite Stash. And like, uh, so I think uh, we should uh, yeah. get into uh, today's topic. This point. <laughs> yes, we will get into today's match. So uh, as we mentioned before, last time we were on another. One another's podcast. We've watched Hulk Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18. Yeah. Um, we are taking a drastically different turn yes. uh, today. If I remember correctly, you also wanted to show me that one too. That day it was between WrestleMania and that one, if I remember correctly. Yes, so it was. A- it was down to that too. Um, but this one was like definitely a uh, like. It's a lot because um, today we are watching. Uh, Atsushi Anita and Masahiro Kono's exploding barbed wire death match. Oh, yes! From, I believe, 1998? Oh, 97? Good year. I don't have to, I'll have to double check that and maybe correct myself in post, but uh, mm-hmm. it's um, the title is exactly. Uh, as it sounds, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they aren't they aren't hiding anything nope. with the uh, title of this match. The ring, has, the ropes of the ring have been replaced by barbed, barbed wire. wire with little dangly explosive. <gasps> they put explosive uh, on the barbed wire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you hit the barbed wire, it sets off the explosives. And oh my it, God. It, it really it is. It's just like, you know, fireworks. It's like sparks, but like it, it's... It yeah. still looks cool, <laughs> and it is still real barbed wire. So that's kind of the, that's the part that hurts the most. Is the so it's uh, Japanese. It's Japanese wrestling. Yes, oh. this happened in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So the setup here: uh, uh, Masahiro Kono is one of the big stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling at this time. Um, he's kind of like in sort of that like Hulk Hogan almost type spot where they're putting him up there is like he's part of nwo japan i believe at this point which was the faction that hulk hogan there there was a little spin-off from wcw new japan they had a tiny little working relationship so so there was the nwo japan masahiro kono is one of those guys so that he's a bad guy if i remember correctly mm, nwo they're kind of 
he's kind of uh, more like a, a good guy, like a badass good guy mm. type deal. Like he is sort of like pretty well loved by the fans. I see. Um, especially in this match, he is like uh, the big baby face going in here. Okay. Um, and his gimmick is kind of implied, sort of like Yakuza inspired, mm. which. The thing was, is that that time period, the Yakuza is still very serious. Mm. So it was kind of like he had to watch. He had to, he there was like a certain he had to line. He had to make sure he wasn't crossing with like some of the portrayal. But it yeah. was kind of like inspired by those like '90s Yakuza bosses, and like mm. you'll see um, in the entrances, which are honestly like some of my they are my favorite entrances ever in the history of pro wrestling. Like even tops Hulk Hogan at uh, WrestleMania 18. Which just to um, say a lot, you did show me the mm-hmm. entrance. Yes, we will definitely get into those. And uh, I'm, yes, I'm we, just so excited to see it again because it was so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> we will discuss the uh, entrances very soon. Um, but yeah, so he's this, you know, like got the crew cut going on, the sleek sunglasses, wearing the all black, the black and white, and then you have his opponent, uh, Atsushi Onida, uh, who he is a bit of an outsider. Uh, he's coming to New Japan, and his deal was he used to be sort of like a regular type of technical wrestler, you know, but he uh-huh. had a really bad leg injury. And so that really just hampered his whole style and actually basically led to him is to his changing his style entirely to become like a deathmatch wrestler wow. so like by the with like the likes of like abdullah the butcher and like terry funk in japan and so like he just turned to doing like all sorts of hardcore matches to sort of cover his then now athletic limitations yeah, yeah, like yeah. due to the injury overcompensating or, exactly. Or more like, yeah, right? Well, no, maybe not over. Maybe not, That's not nice. Um, but compensating for, it's like, you know, it's like... I think the anti... Still, yeah. It's like, if you can't wrestle really well anymore, you might as well put on a show, yep. make a spectacle out of it. Yep, and, yep. you know, he... So he sort of started rising to prominence, like, through the deathmatch wrestling. Mm. Um and I will correct myself before I said this on an earlier episode of the podcast where, like, people don't get famous for deathmatch wrestling. I was wrong. No, people definitely do. It's Yushi Anita is a, a clear-cut case of that. Yeah. Um, I meant, I think uh, in, at the time I meant, like, sort of, uh, like, they get well-known within wrestling, but, you know, you don't reach a John Cena-type status, if that makes sense. Mm-mm. Okay, yes. Like, he, wa- he wasn't at that point. You know, he was, he was famous, but he definitely wasn't... Um, Gonna be uh, starring in the Bumblebee movie or anything like that uh, anytime <laughs> gotcha. soon. It's not like um, super bleeding into the mainstream as much as the yeah, other time. exactly. Like to wrestling fans, he's super well known. He's a legend. Yeah. And so at this point, he splits off after his injury. He splits off from uh, I believe, yeah New Japan or All Japan, wherever he was, and he starts his own wrestling federation known as Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling (FMW). <laughs> And martial arts is kind of an interesting choice for the day because it focused a lot more on the deathmatch wrestling where it's like crazy weapons and yeah. like blood and and insane action, but it's frontier martial arts. But it's not, yeah. <laughs> so um, FMW sort of starts um, making a name for itself in Japan and then eventually Atsushi Onida starts showing up in New Japan again. 
where he's like starts attacking some of like the top stars and like you uses weapons and stuff on them and in the lead up to this match with Masahiro Kono he actually shoots a fireball into another wrestler's face <laughs> shoots a fireball into the face of a great Sasuke who was a um, masked wrestler from Japan and he's actually on commentary in the match for a brief point they talk to him but the, the all the commentary is completely in Japanese yeah. so I don't have a full translation or anything <laughs> like that but they do discuss the fireball and all that How and you did will he, see was it. that a real fireball I'm just I'm still stuck on the you fireball it's like the flash paper like you know okay. like the the yeah, yeah, magician yeah. like that mm -hmm. sometimes you know you, that'll make an appearance it's a very like old school <laughs> kind of thing like, it's so cool though yeah no did, uh, no one's uh, thrown a fireball since the 90s I believe I or until now actually I think us uh, well I mean you know there's a there are a it comes up every now and then but it's definitely sort of like an old school like you know Memphis wrestling yes. <laughs> like shooting a fireball it's, usually it's very anime too Oh yeah, totally. I don't know if it's yeah. okay to say it's, that, um, but it's very like they love elemental magic. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and that good old fire cast, yes. you know. Like, I, I mean, I'm not prone to. I, I know for Skyrim, I'm never. I've never been a magician type, no. you know. Never been a mage <laughs> type in. Uh, That's so funny you mentioned Skyrim. I I, I want to. I I have it. I never finished it. I just found you never that, finished Skyrim. That's the thing, though. Wow, well, that's true. But I never even got into the good parts because I uh, I just couldn't get over the the, <laughs> the fighting mechanism mechanics. Uh, <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, it oh, just man, felt I, so clunky to me. Anyway. I've had a chance to play The Witcher Three and Skyrim within like very recently of each other and yeah. it's like maybe it's because of the concussions but i just prefer the controls of skyrim because they're way more simpler and slower <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> like i was used Witcher, to like yeah. fps games so like twitchy like, click, 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 oh, like you okay. know so so like just like swing that sword i was like oh, i can't I, I yeah, hate that's this. that's the one for me. I'm just like, yep, yeah, let me just power attack my way through a Nordic temple and then <laughs> So yes. I'm so excited about that match. As I said, I already had caught a glimpse that you sent me once. Yes. So I yeah. know it's gonna um, be good. Oh it's it's fan like it's not like it's definitely not a technical masterpiece, but the guys just sort of have the crowd in the palm of their hand again. It's another yes. sort of like uh, Hulk versus uh, The Rock, but it's just sort of with exploding barbed wire surrounding the ring. You know, it's That's like these guys, they don't have the, they aren't the greatest technical wrestlers, but the, the crowd's like invested in them and like, you know, that just adds another level to the match you know, on top of the exploding barbed wire. <laughs> Yeah, so like that's kind of like the setup there. So basically, um, like I was saying, uh, Onita shoots fire uh, into the face of the great Sasuke, and mm. this is Masahiro Hiro Kono sort of coming to defend the honor of New Japan and its wrestlers. And he's like, "Oh, you want, you want like a fight in your element? I'll bring you a fight in your element." And so they uh, set up this exploding barbed wire death match in the Tokyo Dome. And, uh, yeah, it is, like I said, it's it so probably is, like, it might be one of my favorite matches of all It might yeah. be my favorite match of all time. Like, everything about it is just so much fun and such a spectacle and, like, over the top. And it's just, like, one of those times where it's just, like, the perfect amount of ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. I want to yeah. ask you, like, how did you get introduced to Japanese wrestling? 
the internet. Yeah, okay. So would you like back <laughs> yeah. then like find them on like Japanese sites um, or like it was um well I found this like sort of through uh the wrestling subreddit, uh oh, okay. Squared Circle. Yeah. So like they have a lot of they they're kinda nerds about the Japanese stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I became a nerd about it and like there's a lot of really cool shit that I like learned about when I was like this is like I started going on there when I was like, uh, probably just like at end of high school. Yeah. Kind of was like when it, it sort of had its formation, and so like that was when I started learning about that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and like yeah, and that, that really helped expand uh, my uh, knowledge of the uh, wrestling spectrum. And it wasn't just uh, Stone Cold and The Rock anymore. It was you know like yeah. Guy, guys like Atsushi Anita and Masahiro Kono, Kenny Omega, all that stuff, but I'm nerding out. Um, <laughs> we should uh, get into yes. this match here. We should uh, it. give it a watch. Cannot wait. So we will uh, join you after we watch the match here, as well as after a quick word from our sponsors. This week, None of My Friends Watch Wrestling is brought to you by Mr. Merkin's Already Ruined Pizzas. Do you want the authentic experience of ordering pizza from a delivery service, but right out of your oven at home? Merkin's Already Ruined Pizzas bring the taste of lackadaisical delivery right to your own oven. Before freezing, we hand flip every single hot pizza upside down in the box. Cheese and toppings get stuck to the cardboard, just like when the Uber Eats bicycle delivery guy does it. We only use the finest ingredients just to immediately waste them, because why pay $30 for a wrecked pie when you can just do it yourself at home? Mr. Merkin's already ruined pizzas. Find them in the frozen aisle. Alright, welcome back to None of My Friends Watch Wrestling with my guest MJ Bork. We just finished watching the exploding barbed wire death match between uh, Asushi Onita and Masahiro Kono. Yeah, like I said, uh, again, one of my favorite matches of all time. <laughs> I can see why. And let's start the entrances. We gotta talk about the entrances. Oh, yes, can we please? It's the we, best part, I think. No, that's not true. I no, I, I agree. I know. I th I would even s I would go as far to say, the entrances are the best part of the match. It's, but it's still oh, a good match. But these entrances yeah. are just so good. They're just that good. That's like, the thing. I don't want to take away from the match. The match is amazing. We but those so, those looks. Let's yes. start with the looks. The yeah. look. No, let's start where where you want to start. But well, I, I want to start with the looks. I was gonna say we're gonna start with uh, we will be discussing at Onita's entrance where he comes out yes. to a cover a wild thing, which is pretty badass to begin with, and he's rocking his uh, signature leather jacket. It's got uh, his name on the back in the kanji. It's his name. Oh and, wow! And uh, with the red, the it's circles, gold. the rising sun. Yeah, a little uh. golden red action. So good. And I want that jacket so bad. Like that jacket is You can perfect. make it. You could honestly just get a no, leather jacket. I want jacket. that specific. I want the blood. <laughs> you got to you got to have it put through a few tables first. Some, have it blown up on some barbed wire. So, and like he's wearing this white tank top. Yeah, he's and, got the um, the white tank top going. It's a little bit ripped already, but it will get more ripped up as mm, the match progresses. Very diehard, like very yeah. very that. He, yeah, and he's got the jeans and like he's Ugh. yeah he's just he's casual and like you can he's got and his own chair he brought his he own has chair his own with him chair. yeah he always 
like we said, you always want to make sure you bring a chair to a barbed wire fight. <laughs> exactly. That's a classic. Bring a move. chair wherever you go, yeah. but for sure, barbed wire fight. That's yeah. BYOC. And then, and then he brought his cigarettes too, so he's like walking down <laughs> this the longest, so, long, longest runway. Oh, the, that it's catwalk! Huge. It goes on forever. That Tokyo Dome catwalk is <laughs> is beautiful. It's famous. So yeah, uh, Onida is the most hated person in New Japan at this point. And so the crowd is literally throwing garbage at him. At him, I thought I, I thought at first that they were throwing like I don't know bras or I don't I didn't I didn't <laughs> register the hate. I was like, he's so oh, cool. Yeah. Like he's literally smoking a cigarette on his chair. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he as he's getting pelted with garbage. Like, there's yeah. nothing to hate. It's so good. Like the whole. Oh, he's and, so and, cool. But then everybody's so mad at him, like throwing him things. I had like this the weirdest mind fuck. It was just like, oh, they actually don't like this. Oh no, oh, he no. Well, he tried to he tried to light one of the top stars on fire like a, less than a month ago. So yeah, it's like he is reviled. He's... He is reviled, and they uh, yeah he so at this image is great where he just sits down, <laughs> sits down while he's getting pelted with garbage, and just lights up a cigarette yes. and just like has a couple puffs. <laughs> and he just looks so cool. So like cool. if there were like pro smoking PSAs, like that would be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yes. like there's anti smoking PSAs, and then there's uh, Onita's entrance at the Tokyo Dome for his barbed wire exactly. death I do not come down like, smoking. Okay, guys, yeah. it's not cool. But you would you no, couldn't it tell it's not cool by looking at. at Onita. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was way off. Okay, Onita. <laughs> He's so cool. Onita. And. And like he's just like so nonchalant too. He's like, this is nothing. And then he's yep. like flipping off the crowd. And uh, yeah, he, he hates him right and back. And somebody like threw a drink at him, and then he just yes. poured it on himself. Like the bosses, yes. bosses move. How can you not oh. like this guy? Yeah, he he's just he's embracing it. He's loving it. Yeah, he just grabs the drink that somebody's throwing him, and he just like dunks it on his head. Make sure he doesn't get the cigarette wet, yeah. though. He takes that, he moves it out of the way first. Oh my god. The guy knows, god, the guy knows what he's doing. He knows how to keep a cigarette wet. Big time, left. big time. You, you, you can tell that it's it's real, you mm -hmm. know? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's had experience. He's, he's used to this. So, the, the, <laughs> the barbed wire, that was his idea, right? If I, if I follow yes. correctly. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like his sort of, it's his element. That's what he was famous for at that point, like with FMW. It was like the, the death matches and the barbed wire and all that sort of, sort of stuff. And so, yeah, it's not a thing you would see a lot in New Japan at this time. Mm. So it was kind of like uh, the New Japan fans had not seen a uh, barbed wire match, let alone an exploding barbed wire death match. So. <laughs> That's like double... Double Very shocking. Yeah, it's like you see like the little like dangly like C4 oh, yeah. bits like hanging off the, the barbed wire. The camera does like a like, good yeah, job of like giving us good shots, good close-up shots. They've always had really good. And um, yeah, New Japan has really yeah, good. Yeah, I remarked work, sure. when we were listening just now that they added more ropes. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. There's some extra barbed wire strands going around. They had a, like oh, yeah? three or two or three oh, yeah. extra. Like, we're, we're doing you a know, barbed wire match. Sure we're doing it. a barbed wire match. Okay, we yeah, don't need they... more barbed wire. <laughs> Go back to the store. <laughs> In the universe of wrestling, I wonder what the hardware stores look like. <laughs> you know. Like, do you think hardware stores are meant for home improvement in the no. world of wrestling, or if they're just like another it's wrestling supply shop? <laughs> it's 
just chairs and yeah. barbed wire and like fucking tape. It's just weakly constructed tables and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. just and then lead errant lead pipes that are just hanging around. That could be a good sketch. It's I the think. only hardware store with kendo sticks. <laughs> No, that was a that was a great entrance. It took forever, but like it was all good. It was all good. Like especially as someone who doesn't know yeah, anyone I mean, if involved, I was very like, I was into the character. Like I knew who this guy was mm-hmm. by the time he got to that ring. You know. Yeah, you know what he's about. He's about smoking cigs yeah. and getting pelted with garbage. Yeah. And rolling under some barbed wire and just being cool as shit. And then I love at the end um, how he's like flipping off the crowd and like smoking the cigarette. But then he pulls out a little pocket ashtray <laughs> and he like sort of just respectfully like indicates to the crowd that he's like, oh, I'm put, I'm not gonna put it out on the ring. Don't worry, guys. I'm putting it <laughs> yeah. in my little. <laughs> like you're just showing the crowd he respects the ring at least, See? but not them. You know, he's not gonna disrespect the ring. Exactly. That's you gotta have a code. That would just be too heinous. Yeah. <laughs> Lighting another man on fire. You know, he well within his boundaries but the putting a cigarette out in the ring that's just, just that's a low move yeah low move yeah not even him and so we get to now to uh masahiro kono's entrance <laughs> and kono basically like everything about his entrance is like an upgrade yeah. to like onita's in a way like yeah. onita walks to the ring kono comes out in a humvee but like the biggest um, humvee Oh yeah, military grade. Yeah. Like that like that actually that drive from the outside of the Tokyo Dome there all the way up to this ramp. That actually killed two percent of the Amazon rainforest. Like that just that drive <laughs> yes. alone. Like that Like that's how big this Humvee it's, was. It's like, like it, it's like large as two Humvees. Like it's two Humvees yeah. like welded it's, it's, <laughs> it's the hum V <laughs> it's like with a big all caps yeah, it's it's a hum double V it's, yeah it's the hum fucking V it's so, and it's like so, so he has like a driver right like he's not the one driving cause I was yeah, like there's no, two dudes in own. there but only one yeah, comes out it's again going with that whole sort of Yakuza vibe yes. Yakuza boss he's got his own personal sun his, his own personal driver he's got the sunglasses yeah. on indoors but like like, um, like Robocop sunglasses yeah he's got the big cigar you know oh, yeah, again the like the the one-upsmanship like Onita's got the cigarette yeah. and Kono's got the, the cigar. cigar but it's not lit though it's no, just no, he's, he, it's, it's for the look, he, he doesn't light it, and he just bites it, you know, like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets it. Yeah, like. totally, and uh, he's making that character of, like, I'm, I'm rich, Yeah, I'm he's the big, ba- big badass motherfucker. He's um, He's huge. He's got, he got the leather, the leather outfit on He's all ensemble. in leather. Yeah. He's, he looks like the mountain in Game of Thrones. Oh, Bad totally, reference. he looks like a it, but, like, he, cyberpunk right, mountain. Right, like, yes. Like medieval, yeah, it's like sort the, of ish the armor, because it's yeah. all, yeah, it looks like armor, but it's like just like he's all leather and studs, and mm-hmm. um, and he's huge. It's like twice as big as Onita. Yeah, no, he's a he's a big beefy dude. Like he uh, he's a he's a hoss, he's a hoss for sure. <laughs> and I mentioned to you when we were watching that um, I was like on Onita's side. Like I was like that he's my man. Like I'm rooting for oh, yeah, him. No, it- and I. Just like I think I, I'm piecing it together now. Why? Just you know, describing her entrance even mm-hmm. is that um, as you said, like um, what's his name, Con? Kono. Uh, Kono is like trying to one up, uh, one up him, mm-hmm. but but kind of like I don't know. Like I guess the, 
Actually, it's just like Onida did it better. Like he actually smoked his cigarette, and yeah. it was kind of like like small, small like proletariat against the yeah, it's <laughs> the like sort of. It, it's a uh, uh, Onida's for walking the walk a little bit more than uh, than Kono yeah. is. Yeah, he's very much like of the people. It's like I just walked here. I brought my own chair, guys. <laughs> And here I am, and then this guy's like, "Yeah, polluting. <laughs> I'm rich." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna take for the other guy. Yeah. I'm sorry." Back good old '90s, back when excess was like a good, true, wasn't reviled. very true. Yeah. yeah, it's like definitely I mean, got major like P Diddy music video vibes like going on. And mm. <laughs> I'll speak mm-hmm. on that note. Um, Kono's entrance theme, I. And yeah. maybe I'm la- I laugh at it for the wrong reasons, but Kono's entrance song is a great song, but it opens with a very aggressive "fuck y'all" N words gonna do, right? <laughs> and like the crowd <laughs> loves like, it. They pop hard. They're just like, "Yeah, what are we him. gonna do? What are?" We? <laughs> it's about they're all Japanese. Like no one in this ring or building is probably no. black. No, or ever set foot in this place. Yeah, and um, it's just a, another sign of the uh, time that this <laughs> match is set as well, where like, it's just not blinking I love an seeing eye. Western culture through the eyes of people that are from a different one. Yeah. Because like, like, we don't get to see that a lot. It's yeah. always about what we think about yeah. stuff, but like... <laughs> they have no context for what that word actually means. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't catch that myself, so I'm glad you, you you mentioned it to me. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I will um, be posting both entrances in their full on I, the uh, uh, socials. I will I, and it will be Go uncensored. Out, you will get to hear what what it says in it all its glory. Oh, yeah, so. I mean people gotta know. Yeah, it's uh, it just makes me yeah. laugh because it's like so blatantly just like <laughs> you know, like there's no point to have it. Like it's so, no. like his and like it's his his theme song isn't even hip hop either. Which like you know, it's, it's like true. it's like an anime boss fight song. So it's like it's, it's like there's this weird disconnect between like having like a DMX type hype man <laughs> saying that, and then it's just it like is- synths. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it's very, yeah, it's very strange. It just you're right. It's totally an anime bus song. Oh for yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I guess I mean like who did, who didn't want to have a hype man? Like, no, I, mean, I would I would always love to have a hype man. Yeah. So like that was like his only shot. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm a wrestler, so I get to. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Japan <laughs> in the '90s. He'll get away with it, and then I think yeah. he I think later on he uh, took that part out of the song. <laughs> In oh, later good. years, because eventually, See? when you know, people were just like, "Hey, maybe not have the N word." Yeah, I, I when... looked it up, and you yeah, have... turns maybe out there's some bad history with that. Who would have thunk? <laughs> if you dig a little, like, <laughs> you it, find out some pretty awful stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like where you see like those uh, like pictures from like Thailand or like uh, like uh, Hong Kong and stuff, like the tourist stands, where it's like t-shirts that just have like like just nasty mm. english phrases yep. <laughs> just yep. they have no real context they're just like let's put some fun yep. sound and in. alternatively when people get tattooed stuff and then turns out that it's yeah bad stuff like that's stuff that you didn't want to tattoo and it's yeah. just mm, you gotta uh, you love to see it don't don't mess with foreign uh characters no. or languages especially if you're no. yeah 
it's it's not a good just get fun pictures of Disney characters or get acronyms with the word fuck in them you know that's like that's it Those are just that's what I did I got I got Fubart and Fiddler tattoo, tattooed on my body and then, oh yeah your new your new tattoo I got the, yeah, the, the new ones the new cronks on my shoulders there you go but, I, I bet I wonder I bet Onita has tattoos he would he strikes me as a type maybe because I'm thinking that time still uh, again like with the Yakuza stuff ah uh, uh, yeah like tattoos in Japan at that point were still like seen as like a criminal like underworld type of deal yeah this one wrestler who's from actually Vancouver uh, who wrestled in WWF in the 90s who was known as Earthquake at that time um, That's such a cool name. His name's John Tenta, and he was actually a famous sumo wrestler in Japan. Um, but he was not allowed to like go past a certain level because he had like a tattoo of a tiger head on his shoulder. Oh! And they were basically like, if you want to move up in the rank, you have to get rid of your tattoo. And he was like, nah, yeah. the tiger stays. And so he just, like, said... I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love my tiger. Yeah. It was like, they still have the weird thing against, like, tattoos and, and that. So it was just, um... So I don't imagine they both have any tattoos. But who knows? They were both wearing... <laughs> their their like, soul is tattooed, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that match left a tattoo on their souls that never... Yes, they're about never to faded. fight. Never faded. They're about to fight in, in a ring full of barbed wires and explosives. Like, I need... There's, yeah. a, there's a mark. Yeah, little. <laughs> it will leave something. It will leave a thing or two. Yes. And then I love um, with Kono's entrance when he's approaching the ring and Onida just oh. sort of stands and blocks his way with like his back turned. <laughs> And he just sort of keeps following him around the edge of the ring, just sort of being in the way while, like, having his back turned the whole time. And it's just, like, this weird little, like, fuck you. Just a nerve on this guy. Oh, he's being such a little shit disturber. It's fantastic. I love it. He's, like, staring to space. He's like, no, yeah, I'm not going like, to acknowledge. I'm just going to stand here completely in the way. But, you what? Know, whatever. what are you guys looking at me for? Yeah, what, what's the big deal, folks? What's up? <laughs> so so basically Chrono has to like circle around a little bit to, yeah he has to go around I love how he's like pointing at the barbed wire he's like talking to the rose. he's like you're sure I can go through here I'm not gonna blow up if I try to like, go under here like he's like are you, are you sure it's good are you? Okay. a fair question to it ask it is yeah you wouldn't want to have things to end uh, before they even started with but it turns out that they weren't live for the first three minutes, yes. is what you told me. Yeah, so the yeah, for the first three minutes, uh, the explosives are not live, and then it, three minutes in, those sirens and the little uh, like lights on top of the ring post start yeah, like, how do you spinning. Call those? And, Gyrating lights. Yeah, the police it? lights or whatever, like the yeah, old yeah. school British police lights Very that are cool. just sitting on top. <laughs> like those, they took them from like a local hockey rink, they just yeah. called them, <laughs> they put them around. There's um, a lot of peewee hockey players on there just like mm-hmm. looking for the lights. A bunch of kids just don't know if they scored a goal or not because they're yeah, being used tell? in this barbed wire deathmatch. I he used to. There was a beer company, a little tangent here, that mm-hmm. used to kind of like sell those as merch. And oh, then, the Budweiser, uh, right? Molson? Or was right? it Molson? Remember? I don't was remember it Molson which or Budweiser? One. I want to yeah. say Molson, but. Yeah. And I worked at a sports bar when it started at, and then like <laughs> they would just like connect to like the NHL. Oh, website or whatever yeah. so whatever there was a, a, a goal 
they would go off on their own but like sometimes like you'd be working and then not really watching the game you're watching another game sometimes it's multiple yeah. games and then they're not connected to another game and like out of nowhere oh, like and it's like oh my god PTSD oh, every time I see those now I'm like oh just dive under a table <laughs> that was the worst idea ever who, yeah. who okay this like, I don't know I don't know but that's anyway. yeah that's like that's like such a one of those wonderful cases of just like unnecessary use of connecting to the internet oh yeah oh yeah Where for sure just, they were yeah. just flexing they're like yeah. look what we can like, do no no <laughs> um yeah but, so they um in the first three minutes we have a little a couple little struggles here right off the bat mm-hmm. where it's like uh where Kono almost gets thrown into the barbed wire and has to like stop himself. Like the first time he sort of like ducks and slides. Like, Whoa. <laughs> he's just kinda like, oh geez, and like flexes a little for the crowd and like yeah. he's like not gonna get me this time and like mm-hmm. second time it like he like grabs it like he barely just grazes the barbed wire and it kinda like yeah. catches his shoulder pad and he just kinda does the Jay-Z like dirt off your shoulder, just like oof. <laughs> Check out these things over here. It gives like a little side thumb. So yeah. get a load of these guys. <laughs> well, and, um, it will they one day, but it's, mm-hmm. it's very good. It's again like a very showmanship. Yeah, uh, honestly, the showmanship of it. They're they're uh, they're building up towards it. Yeah, you know? it's, and it's I'm gonna be well honest done. here. Like, as far as like an in ring work standpoint goes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's not an amazing... Like, it's a little sloppy at times where, like, they do their moves and that. Yeah. But it's just, like, the game... You know, it's an exploding barbed wire death match. Like, nobody's gonna be... Nobody is watching the match for, like, you know... <laughs> we want to see some exploding barbed moves. wire. And yeah, it's like, even I noticed that they were a little sloppy there with their forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, yeah. right. Like, even, like, The Rock and Hulk Hogan, who are not, like, known as being the best, like, in-ring technicians, like, even their, like, stuff was, like, a little more crisp and, like, you know, mm-hmm. worked. But, like, uh, honestly, it's, like, for the setting of the match, it was, like, enough to be, like, forgiving. Yeah. Of, like, it that. It was already... Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was already, like, the drama was there already, you know? Yeah. So it didn't it's, need it, that much more. Yeah, they just need to tell the story of, like, trying to throw each other into the barbed wire, and, like, it's, like, yeah. it And you really... want it to happen, but also you're, like, if you fear it. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's, no, like, do it. it's a weird, just, like, sadistic, like, I want to see, yeah, I want to see people get thrown into the barbed wire. Um, I also noticed, but maybe this is just in the sound mix, but I was, like, the crowd was more silent like they were yes. just like watching the match like they were still yes. reacting and stuff but it felt yeah. with the american wrestling like there were some of them were just yelling constantly the whole time like ah! oh yeah yeah no, <laughs> but, that but with is, japanese they seemed more like whoa at, at key moments it's um yeah it's definitely a thing that is notable like between the american and like uh, crowd like crowds in the u.s and canada <laughs> and like crowds in um japan where it's like japan like they'll sit there they'll watch and then like when they do like a spot or sequence or something like that then they'll start like applauding like once it's over and like they're sort of like yeah they're like definitely like more intense and like focused on that and like you will notice towards like the end like once they start building up the action that's when like the crowd will start be making more constant noise and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. but like a lot of the time you'll find it like the starts of matches they're just like 
watching politely and then like when they do something they'll just be like oh yes yeah, okay okay I and then see what you did there. <laughs> and then once the crowd picks up on the fact that they're like starting to work towards like um like the faster paced like spots and like getting towards the finish then they'll start being like oh like you know getting mm-hmm. like a little more into it um and it's i think honestly type of like attention yeah i i honestly kind of like it i think it adds i mean I say that, but it's also like that kind of crowd, like with the Rock and Hulk Hogan, where they're just losing their yes, shit the entire time. Good. It's also like adds to the match. It's like, it's you know, it's yeah, yeah, it adds in a different way where it's just kind of like then you're. It, it almost mirrors how I think somebody watching at home yeah. would be watching. Yeah, where it's like when you're watching like by yourself or with like a couple friends or something, you're just sitting there during the stuff, and then like when you see like them start to move towards the barbed wire or something, that's when you start yeah. to be like, oh, here we go, here we go, and, then, yeah. and like so yeah, I definitely uh, it feels like they mirror more, it, like it mirrors the experience of watching at home a little mm. more with like mm-hmm. those crowds, and it like matches up with your emotions as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, like the opening minute, it goes a little slow, and then we see Onita grab his own, grab the chair he brought to the ring. Yes. You know, not for show. You know, he's not nope. just, uh, it- he's not just a prop comic. He he <laughs> he intends to use this chair, and uh, which I lo- like narratively, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved. I was like, okay, there was a point to the chair. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta go, like, it's a no disqualification match. I mean, if you're gonna be throwing each other into barbed wire that explodes, you might as well just allow chairs at the same time. Yes, there was no rules against chairs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I read the book. Um, and so Anita grabs the chair, and then immediately Kono just kicks it out of his hand and takes it away from him. Yeah. And, and it was his chair. Yeah, he's like, nope. Oh, it's uh, yeah. Your your chair is mine. Yeah. Your all your chair belonged to us. Which is a great point to make if, when you're mm-hmm. in close combat and you bring yeah. a weapon, it can yeah. easily be turned against you. <laughs> Take notes, people. <laughs> yeah, don't bring. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna bring a chair, make sure you don't get it kicked out of your hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Uh, Kono picks up this chair, uh, talks a little trash, and then he just hucks it, uh, like just throws it across the ring, and yeah. Onita ducks, and we just get our first explosion of the match. Like it hits the corner, and it blows up, and everyone just gets sent off their feet. And I love that, like every time there was the explosion, like everybody fell over, yes. even if they weren't hitting the barbed wire. Yeah, like they just they were it was like, like completely on the opposite side of the ring. They're just like, whoa! Yeah, yeah they <laughs> get so the, even the referee, uh, who uh, if you watch. New Japan uh, these days you'll recognize uh, the main referee is Red Shoes Uno known for his distinctive red shoes which yep. was like a thing that he from the old uh, old uniforms that he's like sort of just kept over time so he's just known as Red Shoes Uno now um, and he's still but he's, doing it is, is what yeah. you said Whoa. yeah he's still doing it now he's like he's over almost 30 years I think he's been a referee for New Japan that's uh, that's insane considering that he was like very much and that's something else that I noticed. It was very much physically in the fight himself. Like he was mm-hmm. constantly like, like he was like up close and personal, like in his face um, in, in between their faces at all times. That's one thing he's sort of known for is really helping sell like the story of the matches as well, and like sort of being like a character in the match too, without really taking away anything. Like mm-hmm. 
you know, he was there doing his job and like, <laughs> we did laugh. They get, he has these like protective like ski goggles <laughs> that yes, they've given yeah. him to protect his eyes and he never puts them over <laughs> no. his eyes once. At one point he takes it off <laughs> and then just like, like oh, I can't around. anymore. And, he puts, yeah, and he, <laughs> then he puts them back on, but not over his eyes. Like he never has them over his eyes in his match. And it's just so funny. And I can, I never, can never like not loop, pay so, attention to that. It's so good. I'm so glad that you pointed it out because I was like, yeah. 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 Yeah, you'll when you're watching this match you'll notice how Red Shoes uh doesn't uh ever put his goggles on despite being in the ring with these two guys. Uh, yes. And um He's gotta see. <laughs> yeah. He's gotta he's gotta yeah it's like the well I think like those goggles were like red tinted too, so yeah. it would just be it like ski goggles. Like, I don't know, it was yeah. it was weird. It's like also like I don't well, think like, I don't think like like it's gonna protect anything if you get no, like, I'm just like <laughs> they're placebo goggles. <laughs> For sure. Sorry, I yeah, just, just like, a pair of placebo goggles. So maybe he was just like he. Maybe he knew that too. Maybe he was like us, and he's just like I know these aren't really gonna help. Yeah. They look cool yeah. though. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was like had added to the aesthetic. He looked like one of those cool TikTok rappers, you know. <laughs> that explains it. What what mm-hmm. a trendsetter. But um, just to go back on that explosion, I was yeah. gooped that how big that is. I did not know. I thought it was oh, gonna yeah. be like a little a little pang, but it was oh, big, no. and it was like a lot of light emitted yeah. from that explosion. It was it's a like, dramatic yeah, explosion. I don't, what, I don't know what pyro or type of pyro they were using, but it was very like it was like sparklers almost, like the, yeah. the big just and burst of, of smoke a too, sparkler I think. and like very visual. Like it, you oh, know, yeah. it's like. I feel like it, cause like I know you can stand in pyro like very briefly with certain types of pyro, like you can walk through it and that. So I think it's like that same sort of level where it's just that momentary flash, get the visual, mm-hmm. but like they're not actually being burnt. But I mean, um, I think Kono's the first one who got sent into the barbed wire. Yes, yes. Yeah, Kono was the first one who got thrown into it, and like yeah, it's like he. Uh, the armor coming into uh, play here. He is. Uh, he gets blown up, but he doesn't seem. He doesn't seem to get any cuts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He, uh, um, which is always smart. Like when you see like a barbed wire match and the guy just like, you know what I mean? Like it's a no DQ match. Just wear like armor. You know? <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see a wrestler who just like gets himself into one of these matches and he That'd just comes cool. out like dressed like a medieval knight. Yes. Or, or there like was a- one. Like with um, spikes and stuff. Like. There was a wrestler in WCW called Norman Smiley, and <laughs> he, <laughs> at one point, he won the Hardcore Championship, which was like defended with like all non-DQ rules, like no disqualification rules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he was like defending as a Hardcore Champion, he would wear like full hockey goalie pads and stuff <laughs> and like with the helmet and, like to protect himself so they have there has been something similar to that but i haven't seen anyone wear just like a full like yeah just steel plate That'd set be, or something i that would be my 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 favorite that would i would stand i used yeah. to go to like medieval times and like <laughs> have fun, like have actual fun. Like it was made for yeah. me. I was the audience yeah. for that stuff. All right, <laughs> that was my shit. So like, if 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 Rester did that, he'd be like my favorite. Like right oh, away. That would, be, that would be that would be pretty hilarious. Just uh, like a guy who gets hit over the head and just thinks he's like a medieval knight or something mm, like that. Yes, with a sword. Oh please. Yeah. 
Someone. He just th- threatens other wrestlers with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> and just like nobody, like all the other wrestlers are just like, why hasn't anyone called the cops on this guy yet? <laughs> so at this point um, in the match, Kono's been thrown into the exploding yes. barbed wire. He has been exploded. Oh. Um, yeah, he's he done exploded. Yeah, and like yeah, I just I love um, how just also like Onita and the and the ref, re, good old red shoes are just like also thrown back by the blast. <laughs> yeah. like, it's it gave me it gave me like that energy when you watch like a like an old sci-fi movie or TV oh, show, yeah. and then they, they got some dis, yeah. like, the turbulence, and they're all kind of like Whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Even those sparks, like those sparks, look. like like 80s sci-fi props like yes. malfunctioning like it was that weird like whitish spray of sparks that everything uh, it was everything that every though. spaceship produces somehow when they're malfunctioning or going through turbulence yeah uh, and, and so like at that point um the match now becomes uh kono trying to get uh his revenge and trying to get onita into the the barbed wire because there is a few mm. there are a few moments where like onita like or sorry, uh, where Kono just completely out wrestles Onita, which is like sort of yeah, um, like he'll just get him into a submission hold, and it's like he could make him tap out, but he just lets go, and like it, it becomes sort of like this sort of taunting type of deal where he's just like, I could have had you beat there, like I could have ended this match yep. like right now, but like you wanted yep. this fucking barbed wire death match, and like I'm not going to rest <laughs> until at least both of us go through an explosion. Cool, into those. Yeah. yeah, no, it was very power move, like, mm-hmm. like in like in movies when the yeah. like the the bad guy just like taps you on this with the side of his sword. Yeah, like, yeah I could have just killed you there. I just chose not yeah. to. Ha, classic live with that classic like kung fu movie trope where it's like that opening salvo where like the one guy just like clearly outmatches the other dude and they just sort of stand back and then he's just like ah <laughs> yes. yeah, see I'm not just a pretty face. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, so again, like that's something that I noticed is the structure was kind of similar to the match that we watched at WrestleMania. It is. Hulk, and it says, it's like you got like a, a bit where this guy is better than the other one, and then yeah. and then it's a reversal. Now this guy is kind of like has a upper yeah. upper hand. Um, and, that, well, that's the thing. And then it's like, oh, now we don't know what happens, and then the ref gets in there at yeah. some point. <laughs> like it is actually yeah. There is and in, and you will see that a lot in wrestling where you'll see certain like match structures being used. Like there's like certain stories that will be really like told over and over again like Mm. you know um and i mean uh that is sort of like a classic way is like you know at the beginning of the match let the bad guy get all his offense in and start beating up the the baby face and then that way the crowd is gonna want to see the baby face start to make his comeback and like Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing and like that's when when kono gets thrown in the ropes or (laughs) not into the ropes into the barbed wire um, you see, that's when like Onita starts to sort of take advantage of that and starts beating him, beating him up a little bit more, and like doing, trying to do some submissions of his own. Um, he did the um, the one that I noticed that um, the Rock used on yes, Hulk. sharpshooter. The, uh, the sharpshooter Onita yeah. attempts a sharpshooter, and then Kono like counters it into like a heel hook. Um, ah, I noticed it though. Yeah, I there you it. go. You're learning, you're it. learning some stuff. There we go. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 that 
Yeah, you'll be a, you'll be a full. You'll have your own wrestling podcast by. I'm well on my uh, way. Five. Yeah, I'm coming for your gig. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a new podcast from MJ Bork. None of my friends listen to One Tonight Miss. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it's funny because it's it'll true. just be an infinite chain eventually this show will become none of my friends listen to none of my friends watch wrestling <laughs> and it'll be Meta. me and my friends reviewing old old episodes of the podcast just infinitely more meta. It just becomes exponentially more meta as the years go on. Yeah, and, it's, um, it's directed by Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the top's still spinning. Ah. <laughs> if this po- if the top keeps spinning, I have to keep podcasting. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't get it. So speaking of spinning, yeah. um, my favorite mm-hmm. um, explosive moment. Yes. I don't know if, we're, if 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 I'm getting ahead of ourselves here, but I really loved when Onita went in there. Oh yeah, and uh, he kind of like had this kind of like Jesus pose, yeah. effect, and he was like wrapping himself around rocking, it. Yeah, he's rocking back and forth on the bar. It's so so good, uh, and and then he he just like like you know comes out of mm-hmm. it and then now he's bleeding oh yeah he gets himself good on the arm like he uh yeah ah. he nicks himself real good the showmanship yeah, like, of this moment the power yeah that it's has. not too long after he starts be you know beating up uh kono that kono gets yeah like a little bit of a comeback and then just throws onita into the ropes and yeah he's just like <laughs> ri- he's like yeah stretched out and just writhing and like just letting the smoke just billow around him and like yeah yeah, he just then he just like has that like sort of like looney tunes moment where he just sort of slowly like slides down the side (laughs) (laughs) and he 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 cut himself in the process Mm -hmm. but it feels like like he he did it like so well like like he got the perfect yeah honestly like well placed Right amount of blood, just not too hmm. much, not too little. Those barbs. I was just like, you're good. The barbs at this. didn't look too nasty. Like it wasn't like they weren't anything like super long, but it was definitely like real barbs meant to scratch you up a little bit. And, like, mm. Um, mm. I mean, if you're gonna get cut somewhere, for the most part, your arms the best part. I think there's a couple spots you want to avoid, but like I think back of the arm is usually all right. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it looked all right from when oh, he yeah. did. Oh yeah. No, and and then Chrono like right away his first move is to start slapping. Oh yeah, his, he starts uh, yeah punching arm. the uh, cuts on his arm. Like that's that's actually one thing I didn't uh, really notice until we watched this time through. So you picked up on something that yeah. I uh, I didn't uh, quite pick up on in my uh, like early plans. And I was like, I mean, it's it, it's gotta be planned. Like he gotta plan. Like okay, I'm gonna cut my arm at this point or. He cut his arms, and then the other guy just like instantly improv. Could, like, okay, I'm gonna start slapping his. his I wounds. could imagine, like. Either way, it's. I, oh yeah, no, I, like either way, like even if it was planned or improvised, it's still a good, a great attention to detail. Where it's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna like yeah. you know, flick, uh, rub salt in the wound, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's my fist, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, the wound is still a wound. <laughs> Literally, but uh, yeah, and I feel like um, it's pretty good that we weren't recording during the match because I was like full on yelling <laughs> at that moment because like yeah, it was just so well done. It was so good. And then the third time is yeah. all three. There's like this weird. Yes. 
There's this weird and the ref. Yeah, this weird skirmish. Like I think it's like Red Shoes was trying to make sure Onita was okay after this big move and he was checking up on him and then Kono like comes in to grab Onita and then Onita just grabs everybody and falls off the ropes. And, like all three of them <laughs> are just kind of like Oh, poor Red Shoes did nothing. He didn't deserve that. But again, no. And he didn't even, like he, he didn't have his I know, yeah, he does have his guns. <laughs> Again, it's like red shoes. He would have been totally so, that, that, what, that. So now red shoes is out. Yeah, he's he's done. It's, he's a uh, yeah. He's just like on the floor yeah, now. At this point, again, something that happened in the match that you showed me mm-hmm. for my podcast. Yeah, no, no, anyway, no, another ref um, bump. There we go. So another another yeah. ref comes in, but he has his goggles yeah, on. So he learned. Red, red shoes is not as quite the experienced veteran as he is in 2021. Uh, he, yeah, he's still young. Um, but then the new guy also had red shoes. I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, okay. I think that was a staple of the old um, New Japan ref uniforms, and like red shoes just mm. sort of kept the look as like it evolved and stuff, yeah, yeah. and so it's just kind of become his own thing now. But I, yeah, no, I love, love that. Love a good branding. I like, uh, yeah, I like me a little uh, red, red boot action. Very Katya. <laughs> very, very that. Um, very that. <laughs> this is, we're getting into like the peak of the match at this point, where it's just like, yeah, like the, the everybody's down in the ring, even the ref, and like I love like the yes. one ref just kind of comes up and like wiggles Red Shoes as a f- red shoe, <laughs> and then he's just kind of like, all right, yeah. nope, he's done, and he just climbs. He's down. Done. Doesn't it's attempt like, it's to. It's my it. job now. And then just sort of, um, and then at that point. Um, Kono sort of comes to and pins Onita. He gets both his arms down and like he, yeah. he has him pinned for like five seconds before the other referee finally stops checking on the other ref. You know, like mm. the, the two referees are having a little love fest just missing the fact <laughs> that Kono like won the match. Yeah. Not technically he hasn't. He hasn't. It hasn't been no. called. No, it's the ref's discretion. So we get like five or six seconds of uh, Onita getting his shoulders pinned and then the ref comes in for the two count and then Onita kicks yeah. out, thankfully, because he had the... But he didn't kick, though. No, he just sort of put, put the shoulder he up. He just slapped yeah. his... <laughs> So, so at that moment in the match, yeah. Chrono keeps pinning him down, and he keeps getting out of it yeah. by just kind of like flopping around, just like like um, what what did we call it? A reverse, a reverse worm. Yeah, it's like doing the worm, but you're on your back. You just a little so wave. Good. That's a out. visual thing that you gotta put on our Instagram. Oh, for sure. Like, we'll, 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 we'll make a remix of it. We'll so good. Yeah. Like, We'll do that. I, we call it doing the bacon. I don't know if, if you guys also call it if like that. The, so I kept yeah. talking about bacon. Yeah, doing the worm. That's doing the bacon, doing the worm. That's the opposite. He's <laughs> like, that's a move. That's his move. And he did it like five times in yeah. a row. And I was like, that's yeah. Um, so, um, and then at this point, uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if they both go into the barbed wire. I know uh, Onita goes into the barbed wire again after yeah. all three. Um, but at this point, it's kind of like just sort of, oh, oh um, no, 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 they're like um, on all fours and they keep yeah. headbutting. <laughs> yes, before this, so yeah, they get down and then after the pin, they're both sort of like groggy and they're on, on they're just on all fours. I will definitely show this part. Yes. Um, and they just headbutt each other like eight times in a row. <laughs> like, it's such they a look into like, each other's eyes and they're like, ah, <laughs> it's uh, like as, as somebody who's had multiple uh, sub concussive hits and like one or two actual concussions, <laughs> like that was just so like cringy to watch nowadays. Yeah, it must you know, have like hurt. knowing, oh god, knowing like 
concussion shit and stuff like watching stuff like that i'm just like mm. oof it gives it gives me the heebie jeebs more yeah, than no, totally. more than the uh, barbed wire honestly like yeah. that yeah, that made me that. cringe more than watching a guy get thrown into yeah, barbed the wire. blood I, it was it reminded me of like when you're kids and you're playing like dinosaurs <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, totally i was just like i was thinking about <laughs> that place. Like, yeah, just smashing. To me. <laughs> no, no, just smashing action figures together, yeah. and that's the fight. Yeah, they're totally. They had that moment. <laughs> Some little child uh, that's controlling the universe actually had his own Nita and Kono action <laughs> yeah. figures. Full on. Him. It was just weird, but also awesome. <laughs> they headbutt each other, and then I think maybe they both fall into the barbed wire again, and there's like, like this what, one, yeah. one final explosion. Um, and they're both on the ground and the ref starts counting to ten um, and when he gets to around like seven or eight Onita almost gets to his feet and then he just collapses yes. <laughs> like he doesn't do uh. it he doesn't make the ten count the ref counts to so it's a double like ten count knockout finish mm. um, so a draw yeah um, after so, all yeah. of that it ends on yeah. a draw I was it like was, what it was very... I, I don't know what the thinking behind that was. Um, I wanted... Oh, oh, uh, sorry, Onida? I wanted Onida yeah. to win so bad. I was very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, like, come on, little guy! In the context <laughs> of the story, it was like Onida getting his comeuppance. Like, he still kind of did. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. Onida still got the shit kicked out of him. Oh, you yeah. Know? It it's definitely like, felt like... Because the crowd... Loved the other guy better, Chrono better. So yeah, Kono was, he was well, already kind of like losing. Well, Kono was like he was the representation of New Japan, so it's like he was kind of mm. like already the beloved figure. Like in this whole storyline, Onita was like an outsider, so that's why, yeah, despite which, being, which is why I like him. Yeah, no despite wonder. being the coolest motherfucker ever, he was so still, cool. Um, yeah, and so that was that was New Japan's taste of the extreme. You know, because like I said, it wasn't a thing that New Japan mm. really did. They were all very sort of like the way they're presented as being like sports, like you know, like obviously still had the wild characters, but it was very like sports based yeah. and like the you know, like the much more. <laughs> way. Yeah, we don't we don't have any barbed wire and exploding yeah. shit. Like save that for the other yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, it was just like a very fresh sort of thing at the time that like you know it, had, it hasn't been done a ton since. Like I think. No? By the time this episode comes out, there will have been AEW's doing an exploding barbed wire death match at one of their next what? pay-per-views. I believe that's coming up soon. So, like, uh, the, and again, like, that's another one because, like, Onita versus Kono is probably the most famous, yeah. like, uh, barbed wire death so match. So it's like a genre, so. basically, if I, if I hear you correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like, um, it's, it's one of those matches you definitely want to save. You know, you don't want to be throwing out a barbed wire exploding death match every every Monday night on Raw or something like that. Yeah, but. you want to keep it for mm-hmm. for special occasions. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like eating chocolate cake every day. It's yeah, like you technically you know. could, but I mean, defeats yeah, the purpose can, after a while. Yeah, you would be starting to feel sick and vomiting blood. You know, much okay. like having an exploding barbed wire death match every day. <laughs> <laughs> but not yeah, so that day. was wow. that was the match. Wow. Um, what a great and, uh, match! 
I think it's appropriate. We give a rating for the match as we always do. Okay. Um, the number system does need not apply. Uh, you can rate it anything out of anything. So. Okay. What, what, do you, what do you give the match today, MJ? Um, I'm giving it a four chair out of five. So four you, chairs? You got four unfolded chairs. No, sorry. Four unfolded chairs and one... One chair that's still folded up, up against the wall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so four out of the five uh, folded chairs have open. been unfolded to smoke a cigarette on. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, those are so good to go. But four, <laughs> four portable smoking stations out of five potential portable smoking stations. Th that's correct. I like Okay. You, you summed it up perfectly. Perfect. I, um, I think I'm, I'm going to keep a chair unopened uh, just because of the... Um, just because nothing's perfect, yeah. okay? Yeah. But also yeah. because uh, it was a little sloppy uh, on the technique yeah. sometimes. Definitely, definitely. I get, yeah, I'm they not could, mad uh, at it. I'm just thinking no. four out of five chairs is, mm -hmm. is, it's, a, it's, is a good. It, Entertainment-wise, definitely a four out of five. Oh, yeah. Uh, regardless of rating systems. Um, I am going to give this six surprising uses of racial slurs. <laughs> Out of, let's say, out of nine um, OHSA violations by Red Shoes Uno. What's OHSA? Office Health and Safety. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. He's not using his PPE correctly. He would be fired no, if he was. That's right. He was at a grocery store. He's not. He's not wearing. He. He would be wearing that mask under the under the nose. Oh, for he sure. would be for sure. Yeah. Droplets I mean, everywhere. He, I'm sure he's a lovely human being, but like yeah, the way yeah. he wears his goggles, it has me concerned. And also, like he was up in the face, like he was up in that action, which is mm -hmm. why I'm so surprised that he got that longevity to him. Cause I like, know, yeah, the guy really he uh, has a penchant for getting himself into some trouble, and uh, yeah, you know, you would think that that would take a toll, but he's still kicking. Yeah, so he's still great. doing great. And hopefully yeah. I can have the Red Shoes Uno of wrestling podcasts <laughs> and still be doing this 20 years down the line. So uh, if you want to uh, follow MJ, you can uh, follow him on Instagram at MJO, 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 <laughs> with all the underscores. Yes. Uh, you can follow them on uh, Twitter, I believe, as well, the same username. It's Miss MJ Bork. Ah, Miss MJ Bork. But really, on, I... On Twitter. Uh, you should follow my podcast uh, yeah, accounts. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh, you should uh, you should check out the uh, What Did I Miss podcast that's Yay. available on Spotify. Check them out on Instagram. Especially as well the episode as with Zach. It's so good. Yes, episode 15. There you go. I'm checking them out. It's uh, the prototype to uh, this podcast. There it's almost go. like getting a free episode of this podcast that yeah. I didn't have to make. Bonus episode, guys. Get into yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's two this hours, but it's like it's worth your time. It's really good. Oh yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> but yeah, you should check it out. Check out what did I miss podcast? And thank you so much again oh, for coming on you. and letting me just talk about wrestling to you. Of course, I learned so much again. It was even oh. more fun this time because we could compare the two. I know it's great. I, I we'll enjoyed just... it very much be able to stack on stack on stack and yeah. i will love to have you back again yes. for some more episodes Anytime. here in the future hopefully in person next time because yeah. it's uh it's covid just, sucks it does doesn't it i mean hot take hot take alert yeah, yeah guys <laughs> I hate am it. i right guys this <laughs> covid knows covid uh, not whatever. a big fan but no. um it'll it'll be over soon at some point well yeah. soon it'll be over one day it'll happen and, we'll uh, see each other in person yay. and then i can 
do more stuff and come over the island and have more friends and it'll be a grand old time but in the meantime what you can do is you can just keep listening to this podcast and mj's podcast and help us get through the pandemic because this is cheaper than therapy it is it is well said we'll watch we just watch three men explode and then that's (laughs) how we get out our emotions (laughs) that's a good sunday in my book exactly I, i i love it Alrighty. Well, thank you again so much, guys, for listening. And thank you again to MJ for being on the podcast. And I'm sure we'll have you back very soon. Yay! Bye, everybody. None of my friends watch wrestling as a podcast hosted and produced and recorded and edited in Vancouver, British Columbia by Zachary Joseph. All music on the podcast recorded and performed by Zachary Joseph. You can follow us on social media at N-O-M-F-W-W underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's N-O-M-F-W-W underscore pod. And thanks again for tuning in. And I'm glad to see everybody watching a little wrestling. <laughs>